0: Pigeons 420, Mr. Grow It, and Rob from Cannabis Lifestyle TV, from the Stash
1: Podcast. From the Stash Podcast, it's your boy Rob from Cannabis Lifestyle TV, Pigeons 420, Chris, aka Mr. Grow It. We're back.
2: What's up? Hey guys,
1: how's it going? Another day. Another day, man, another dollar, depending on if you're uh, dealing with stocks, which is actually the conversation we're talking about today. <laughs> oh. I was just looking at the stock market, man. Holy news. <laughs> holy news. Uh, currently today, if you're, let's say, a, a deciphering person, you'll know the date when we're recording this based on when this news came out. But um, Jazz Pharmaceuticals actually just announced that they have purchased uh, GW Pharmaceuticals, a $7.6 billion deal. Now, uh GW Pharmaceuticals is a British biotech company focused on drugs derived from cannabis. Uh, it's it's insane. But it ended up shooting up that stock about forty six percent. And I know me and the homie Mr. Groett were just talking about how good it feels to jump in on stocks a little earlier on. And that was one that luckily luckily I got in a little earlier on. So
2: coin. Yeah, I actually that. had them I had a position on them years ago and I think I bought it for like $60 a piece or something like that. And then it jumped up to like 181 and then it dropped down I ended up selling at like 131 or something like that. And now, um, I repurchased back in, um, last year. And, um, now it's just, I mean, what it was it? 43% gain or something like that over, overnight. It
1: was crazy. 46% man.
2: So it's up to like two thirteen ish.
1: Yep. And uh, I guess they are going to pay the uh, American Depositary shares of, um, US, which is crazy. So $200 in cash and then $20 in jazz shares and 50% premium to GW closing price, which is, uh, it's crazy to see if you're in stocks, I'm just learning this stuff. You know, you're talking about money, you know, you can smoke cannabis, you could be involved in things like that. You can grow it, whatever you want to do. But if you really are truly about the industry, maybe look into stocks, you know, but you got to understand there's multiple types of stocks. And when I first got into it, it's like, well, yeah, there's different kinds. Well, when we're talking about cannabis specifically, You've got medical and recreational and you've got CBD. You also have like the growers. You've got cannabis-focused biotech companies, like pharmaceutical companies, and you've got providers of supporting products or services. So like people will be like, Well, I just want to invest in the herb that I like. Well, not all these companies are going to be publicly traded companies, you know? Sometimes they have uh funding funding companies that they're involved with or they have other like subsidiaries that they're dealing with, but usually not often will you see the little companies that you're seeing at the grocery store or dispensary, you're like, oh man, they must be doing well. But then you'll see they're owned by another company, like unfortunately Hawthorne, almost anything you see at a growth store, they're another company or grow generation, depending on the growth store that you're dealing with. That's another stock that I have jumped on a little earlier on. It's just amazing to see the growth from the growth of the green industry. You know what I'm saying?
0: Especially now, you got to keep in mind with the American with the market, with the possibility of a, a, a legalization happening, this could be huge, huge for the cannabis industry and stocks in general, um, especially with right the house right now uh, mulling over the cannabis bill. Uh, go ahead and throw it at me. Is it more Yeah. Thank you. Um, and with that going through the uh, through the stages of the first, second reading, you're going to see more and more enthusiasm around stocks in general. So let it be known, though that. None of the three of us are financial professionals. Okay, yeah, we can't. We do not take any kind of uh, financial advice from us. Uh, we are not in any position, um, but uh, to give advice. But what I what we are doing is just a general discussion about pot stocks. It kind of goes well together, eh? Yeah. Pot stocks. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of homework goes into doing a lot of this too. Make sure that you know, um, you know, some of the biggest names, for example, uh, canopy growth uh, CGC, um, you, we, you, there's a lot of, uh, wolves in sheep's clothing too in these, in, in these industries. So it's, uh, something to look into as well.
2: Yeah, and, and speaking uh, just kind of piggyback on that one, Canopy Growth, I think they're still the largest company according to market cap. Um, they are. You know, talking about potential legalization, uh, one of the companies, uh, Acreage Holdings, they will actually be acquired by Canopy Growth if legalization happens. Um, so, right now, actually, they have two ticker symbols one of them is ACRDF, uh, and then the second one is ACRHF. Um, now, one of them is basically if they get acquired, then Canopy has the option to buy. And then the other one, ACRHF, if um, if legalization happens, Canopy will definitely acquire those stocks. So that one goes for a little bit more money. Um, Acreage Holdings, uh, they actually are in 15 states, 71 dispensary licenses, 24 cultivation facilities. Um, Now, one thing about them is I think they have sketchy management because of the Mm. fact that I think I've seen a a Netflix documentary, a cannabis documentary where it mentions them and talks just a little bit on the sketchy side of things. So definitely looking into management is another thing. I think I don't know if Rob had said that already, but that's one thing you kind of want to look at there. Um, But that's actually a stock that I'm kind of keeping my eyes on. I personally think it's a little bit undervalued, but I, I need to do more research. I'm. Not a financial advisor. It's not a financial advice. I feel like I need to say that too. Um, The last thing you want to do is is listen to us, then then make a buying decision without doing any further uh, research on your own, and then all of a sudden you lose money, and you know you want to place blame on us. So please, from the Stash's fault. Please do your own research. Don't go and download Stash and don't
1: say it's from the Stash. You did it. We have no affiliation (laughs) with Stash app. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> but, you know, that, that's the thing. I'm glad you touched on that is you got to look deeper than just the numbers in the market, mm. the management team, the growth strategy, competitive position, the financials and other things like uh, which is public for a lot of these companies like Aurora, you're able to see their all in cost of sales per gram or their cash cost per gram, which is insane. It makes my stomach hurt when I read it. In 2020, they've got it down to uh 85 cents per gram, down 25 percent from the last quarter because they had, you know, more volume obviously come in and good for them. But unfortunately, by the time it gets in the consumer's hands, it's uh, like $20, $15 a gram, you know, so it's kind of a shitty deal there. I mean, maybe 10 if you're getting their, their boofy stuff, but that's a big thing too, is when you're investing, it's like, what is the, the profit margin for this company? Like, are they a profitable company? Are they a company that has room to grow? Is that a company you want to invest in? That's a lot of like Warren Buffett. He'll look more into the company itself and how they navigate things, not just like, Oh well, look at the stock. It's going up. It's going down. He wants to see how the company's running as well. And there's a, a really good book called uh, Money Mastery the Game" or "Money Master the Game" by um, Tony Robbins. Actually, got me more into stocks, and that talks about uh, compound growth and how you can basically have your money make money for you. And that's a big reason we're talking about this episode is do it on the legal side of things, on the up and up. If you're making money, why not make more money through the cannabis industry legally? Through stocks is a great option. You know, it it varies where you're at. You know, Canadian companies, the extent of international operations and distribution is going to vary. So Canada's got more restrictions, but they're not distributing much to America, are they? If at all,
0: Uh, we have a few ties. There's there's a few ties that go but uh, across the border in terms of
1: supply. But generally speaking, we are we are we are homegrown. Yeah, that that's where like you look at import and stuff, eventually if that becomes a thing with with legalization in different countries, will people be importing and exporting the goods? Is that gonna be a thing? So keeping an eye on how these businesses grow in the laws is a very, very, very big thing. Because over time, if the laws go in a positive way, time to invest. If they go in a negative way, maybe maybe time to to get rid of it, you know? It just depends. Or maybe not even invest at all. Just depends on where you're sitting.
2: Yeah. And you're investing in companies that you think are going to be successful, right? It's not just companies you think that stock price is going to go up. I mean, you can do whatever you want, right? There there are day trading, which is kind of where you're, you're buying and selling as quick as possible, trying to make a profit in you know, the same day, for example. Swing trading, which is like... You know, a couple of days, a couple of weeks is when you're buying and selling that period of time, and then you're in it for, for long term, um, which is like a year or beyond. Some people think it's three years or beyond, five years beyond. Um, so those are kind of three different ways to go about it. I personally am uh, I look at the long. I my mindset going into it is, okay, do I think this company is the stock price is going to be higher one year from now? And the main reason why i'm in it for the long is because i don't want to pay that the taxes right stocks are taxed you've got short-term capital gains you've got long-term capital gains in the states i'm not sure how, how they do it in, in canada but um, long-term capital gains is if you were to um, hold the stock for over a year then you pay less in taxes it's i think it's around 15 i think there's some some reasons why it would be a little bit above that but if it's short-term capital gains if you set buy and sell the stock within a year you're paying more in taxes. I think it's like 25% or even maybe even a little more than that. Um, So I personally like to just look at a company, look at all the fundamentals behind it, and then determine uh, do I think it's going to be higher in a year? And then I don't even consider cashing out if it's less than a year. That's just me personally, unless something drastic happens in the news, you know what I mean? Yeah. But there's so many different ways to go about it, different strategies.
1: Well, then you look at things like even, um, Warrants and convertible securities. So, like stock warrants that give investors the rights to purchase the underlying securities for a particular price. And then convertible securities give the investors the abil- ab- ability to convert the securities into the company's common stocks. So, you got to pay attention to, to the kind of stocks you're buying and the options that these these things offer because not all are going to be the same. Some even offer dividends. And there's not many I see in the cannabis industry that have that. Maybe a couple, but you're probably not going to get a whole lot. But there's some that are really doing well, not companies I'm a huge fan of, you know, like. Uh, in particular, we got Canopy, Aurora, Tilray, definitely companies who don't like us. <laughs> and it was teaching you how to, how to do something that they want to sell you. They're not going to be huge fans of the home growers. But then you have biotech companies like, big shout out to them, GW Pharmaceuticals, uh, you know, Jazz and Care Therapeutics. And then you have ancillary product or providers like Grow Generation and Innovative Industrial Properties. They're actually a cannabis specific real estate company. So they're pretty smart in that sense, but you're not touching the plant at all. Just... I actually
2: uh, I actually have a position in IIPR, Innovative Industrial Properties. Nice. Um, yeah, REIT is, is what people call real estate uh, investment trust. Um, th- their focus, I, this company in particular is focused on uh, the acquisition, ownership, and management of specialized properties, uh, leasing to experienced cannabis licensed operators um, for medical um use cannabis facilities. So basically they have a bunch of, they target people who have licenses to grow and then they give them, they lease out their properties to them. So some people say it's a little bit more secure, right? Because you have those lease agreements, you know that that money is coming in. Um, I, like I said, I have a position on it. I ended up buying it shortly after the pandemic hit for like 75 bucks a share. It's now up to like two, over 200 now, 213 or something like that. So um, it, it did really well. And that one does pay a dividend. Um, it's known to pay a dividend. I think it was like around 5%. It could be wrong. I think the dividend is adjusting quite frequently, but um, that is a company I have a position on. Now, some of these companies that we we talk about, I mentioned, um, you know, I, I'll clearly say if I have a position on them, but I don't think I'd put any more money into it right now just because of the fact that the price is so high, but everything's high right now, in my opinion. So I'm not really yeah. dumping any money Thanks, into it. Thanks, Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really m- dumping any money into stocks, although I did dump money into stocks today, which I'll talk about a little bit later.
1: Yeah, well, like th- that's the thing is when you're looking into putting money into these businesses, man, I I sometimes struggle where it's like, man, I know I can make some money with this stock, but fuck that company. I don't, I don't want to add to to their growth at all. You know, like Hawthorne being one. You, you know, can't. Scotts. I-, I can't. I can't do that, man. I don't Scott's want to allow grow, growth right? to them. Like that's and not it's an
0: unfortunate. Option. It's an unfortunate circumstance that these are the largest names in the industry, too. When you look at Canopy Growth, for example, the, the, this, this is a company that has continuously shown nothing but instability as a company. Yeah, it, 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 its its growth has been instrumental, or, or sorry, it has been exponential. But the reality of the situation is, is they're one of the first peoples to grow weed and sell it in Canada legally. So you, know, it is. you it's have first to, to you have right you have to be in a seriously altered state to fuck that up you know what i mean um y- there were companies that did drown and they were acquired but the reality is is that Canopy Growth has been incredibly unstable. They've 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 switched out CEOs, COOs, CFOs. Like that, they've laid off a number of uh, employees. Uh, they are they lobby the government. This is another one when you got to check in in uh, the the str- strategies of your of your portfolio or of your stocks. These companies, a lot of these companies are actively lobbying the government to restrict your rights to grow. We've, we've discussed this in other episodes. So it's just, you know, it, these are things that we just need to keep an eye out for when you're going to be investing in, in companies that you're, you're giving them more resources to fight you, you know, so exactly. you watch out for that.
1: And that's really what it is, is you're buying into their business. Well, you think you're making some off it. They're making a lot more because you're just one. You're a piece in the cog. You're a cog in the wheel, whatever.
0: Their, you know what their politics matter. Their politics matter.
1: That's your money, man. Yeah, that's your money.
2: This a company, isn't a friendly
0: conversation with your friend this is your
1: money i was gonna say a company is not your friend you know you got to pay attention to that it's like these they don't give a fuck if they they make you money well always their their you know stockholders are who they care about the most that's really how it goes down to but they don't really care about you they care about you for a selfish reason for their own selves so pay attention to who you're investing in not just for the dollar amount but ethics too because as consumers we see how this works i mean look at the GameStop shit and amc and you know, mm-hmm. it, it's just amazing to see that consumers can fully dictate the market. It's not just the business. You know, we can really do that. So there's another, um, for like exchange traded funds, um, there's Horizons, Marijuana Life Sciences. I hate they use the M word in there. And Alternative Harvest. Those are two companies kind of on the rise right now. Um, people could pay attention to. And I'm not gonna be that guy jumping out and saying, buy, 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 buy. But but I'm definitely gonna say, uh, pay attention to this shit because as you see it's low, you know, buy low, obviously, so high that's kind of the goal that's really like basics in stocks but pay attention to certain things like we mentioned before that but then changing in the industry's dynamics you know like we have said with laws regulations competitive forces the business strategies all these things play a big 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 consideration into purchasing any stock because the long-term growth of the company is the company it's not the stock number that you're looking at it's not if you can buy low and sell high it's literally the company so do research on that brand itself
2: Kind of going back to ETFs, um, just to kind of talk about that a little bit more, you mentioned a couple. One of them, MJ, was the ticker. Um, Basically, an ETF is is there's a bunch of companies um, that they invest in. Exchange traded funds is what it's called. But uh, MJ, stock ticker in in particular, does have um, not just some cannabis companies that they invest in, but also tobacco companies. So keep an eye on what companies they're actually invested in. Um, You might want to do that. Uh, another one that you didn't mention, ETF, that is on the rise quite a bit um, is MSOS, Shh. Advisor Shares Pure U.S. ETF. <laughs>
1: You're giving up the secrets.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it I already doubled. It, what... it, it doubled, since, um, uh, doubled since October, I believe. So, I mean, I wouldn't put any money in it right no, now. No, not now. But it's just something to keep an eye on. But figured I'd mention that one.
1: Yeah, I mean, That's and people lot. are... Are really caught up on like this is hot right now go buy go buy but the, you got to look at the number man you may have missed the missed the boat that yeah, that's right that's right uh,
0: you, you never want to buy too high um, such solid financial advice here from Pigeons eh uh, the number to, speaking of the tie to uh, tobacco industry the number two um, stock the Kronos Group um, they they acquired or they they received almost two billion dollars from all. With a B, with a B from Altria Group, it's uh, it's one of the tobacco giants. Um, so y- y- you really gotta watch there because, and why though? I'm 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 more of an ethical or moral guy, and to see the the tobacco industry jumping into my boat after they've spent decades trying to hurl cannonballs at it, you know. And in, in terms of their lobbying against cannabis, they're lobbying against medical advancements, they're lobbying their money, their their they the shit they throw at politicians to get them to vote no to cannabis. And to see them jumping in with a two billion, it was $2 two billion dollar investment mm. into my into my my sector, you know, that that hurts. That hurts. So I refuse to support big tobacco, at least in that sense. As I
1: smoke a tobacco blood, but yeah, I I agree. Well, what it, Fuck it those is. guys. Like that's what it comes down to is I don't want to support as I support him smoking my blood, which I've been smoking a lot more king palms. It's, I have been. It's not. It's not that you're
0: not enjoying your tobacco. I'm. A, you know, I
1: drink alcohol. And I I spice. enjoy a
0: cigarette from now to now, um, but the reality is, is that. The cigarette is a lot different than a company that has invested billions of dollars against my well-being and not in terms of tobacco and and the the carcinogens and all that, but in terms of lobbying against cannabis. So That's I think it's so crucial that homework is done.
1: I agree, man. You know, speaking of homework, lately I've been working, on homework for cryptocurrency. That's been hot for a long time and I've been cynical and like nee. but as the payment processors are more and more strict with cannabis uh, a lot of people are using these things especially when it comes to getting chicken feed we'll say so we don't want susan or youtube to get mad about that but uh, things that you would grow with um, mm-hmm. there's different ones that have been out for quite a while actually since like 2014 seemingly there was a boom for a few of them that really took off i wouldn't say huge in the terms of your growth and, and your gain but people are using them more often one is potcoin, which is kind of cool the they just labeled as pot that's, that's <laughs> what the ticker says on there but Um, Launched in 2014, it was one of the earliest cryptocurrencies in the cannabis industry. Then you got DopeCoin, which is just dope, um, that was founded by Adam Howell, also known as Dopey, in February uh, 2014. And then HempCoin, which is just THC, which is kind of odd because hemp wouldn't have THC, but uh, came into existence also in 2014. And it's focused less on individuals using it to buy cannabis, but it's more for the farming industry and medical and recreational dispensaries. So, it's cool that they kind of they serve their purpose and it's, it's like an alternative peer to peer option for um, doing things like that. But me personally, I don't really buy into stuff like that. It's a little low cost and not a huge gain. Even Canacoin, like they've been around since uh, 2014, uh, using decentralized blockchain, peer to peer tech, but it's not really anything that I've bought into. I'm just kind of reading more about it, but it seems like other Bitcoin is also used in the cannabis space. So, you don't really need cannabis specific. Cryptocurrency, not Bitcoin, other cryptocurrency. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, I think it's interesting. I don't. I don't. Um, I wasn't aware of any of those. I don't mess with cryptocurrency at all. But uh, I, you know, I think you briefly mentioned is that dispensaries might be able to take payment in that way, right? Um, so that's that's one reason why. However, if we have some of these, um, that banking act, for example, in the states, if that gets passed, well, then they'll be able to collect funds in. So they almost might become obsolete. Yeah. Yeah. Could become obsolete and it might not be, be worth it. So um, it would only be really like
1: around the world when you're looking at places that uh, you can't deal with that. So in America, as the laws changes, the restrictions ease up a little bit. I don't think it'll be so bad, but right now it's still, you know, eh, shaky grounds. And that's the thing is about investing in any of this, anything, when it comes down to any business, it's still, shaky grounds i can't totally endorse like jump into cannabis stocks i see ads constantly from stash and even motley fool like these are the top cannabis stocks right now and they some of them do grow but you got to know that like these companies aren't necessarily the best to invest in some of these ones that do grow a lot and also they're not necessarily just you're like hey let's get stoned they're like for medicine for like epilepsy and, and things like that where yes it's using cannabis but it's not like your your sexy product that you see at the dispensary those often aren't publicly traded and if they are it's a larger company that is holding that and we don't usually like those companies right the top three cannabis companies are
0: are shit the shit that are stocks you've got canopy growth aurora and tilray all three of those companies have been involved in some of the most highly publicized most uh, outre egregious uh, crimes in terms of like growing in illegitimate uh, gardens, uh, smuggling cannabis over the border, international, uh, uh trafficking, um, and bags. and in, yeah, and improperly, uh, labeling products. You've got moldy products like gummy bears are going bad. Like, it's just, it, it's incredible, man. It's incredible. And these are the top three. So, in, in my humble, redneck opinion uh i, I don't think either th- i i see all three of these crumbling someday and there being a new a new
1: top three and hopefully it's not when a, a third-party company that came from outside of this industry and just swoops them all up because that seemingly is happening more and more where it's, it's It'd be a Scots. tobacco company. Well, it's, it'll probably be the R.J. Or, Reynolds Corporation or Scotts yeah, or, sure. or, or somebody that we really hate who jumps in and it, gets a subsidiary that they just toss in there so no one knows. And like, oh, that's not Scotts or that's not. It's, it's like, no, 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 it is. It is. You're paying the devil.
2: Yeah. ACB in particular, Aurora Cannabis. I mean, that's such a hype stock. I mean, I think it's one of the most purchased ones on Robinhood or or something like that. A lot of these influencers or, or YouTubers that are talking about stocks. Um, you know, they hype up that one. But if you look at their financials, they're not in the best position right now. I mean, they're continuing to raise money and stuff like that. And they might have a turnaround coming on or whatever, but they've diluted their stockholders in the past, which is basically like lowering the value for uh, investors. Dirty. Um, and I think they have a decent amount of debt still. So, um, well, yeah, it's it. just, just do your, do your research and, and don't just, uh, don't just follow the hype, you know?
0: Right. ACB in particular, Aurora, they've just suspended uh, huge operations that were good, like, um, they, they had multi, like a million square foot facility that was going to be created in Alberta, Canada. One in Denmark that was also Holy. suspended. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're removing, like it was 450,000 tons of of output off of their, uh, off of their, uh, their peak annual output so you know you said it man you get you you know pot stocks I, I like pot stocks i really like that yeah it that. i need, need to get some pot socks. Um, pot, pot stocks socks. 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 and
1: say pot stocks like mittens. these are my pot stock socks. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well like the thing is so we could talk about stocks all day and everything but one thing that always got me hooked up or got me hooked on was making the money off it. But then I'm like, well, how the fuck do I do it? Like, where do I go about doing it? And a lot of people are like, Robin Hood. Robin Hood's the way to do it. And I feel like they just targeted millennials to make mm-hmm. money off millennials. And it's like, it's the easy way yeah, And they did such a it, great dude. job. It's the easy way, bro. Just put some <laughs> just fucking it's on
2: my thumb, avocado it's toast in like an, fucking
1: like Robin Hood. Get my money away. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Alkaline water. Fucking A, dude. Sure. But <laughs> that's what it started to, man. And like, they ended up fucking over a lot of people like through the whole GameStop craze and everything like that. I think that's where looking at other apps are a better option. Something old school, like I use TD Ameritrade. It's what I've used for years now. Um, there's also Stash. I can't stand by Stash. I'm not. It's cannabis specific. I feel like they're probably poaching on our industry. But that's where you've got these companies that, like, they literally are going out and they're selling your data to these other companies. Like, hey, we want to be able to work with you. Push with us, mm-hmm. and that's what Robinhood essentially did. Is they just got like, hey, it's a free app. Use it for free. It's good. No problem. Just do it up. It's like, yeah, is it free? Because data mining is becoming a real thing, and that's becoming worth more money than anything. From I was watching it this documentary where it's worth more than oil right now, which is crazy. So pay attention to what kind of technology you're using for trading. If you do have a financial advisor, holler at them. That's the best option. They may push you in the old school realm, so do some research on your own too. But, I mean, even uh, like other YouTubers, like Graham Steffam is a decent guy to watch. I like Meet Kevin, but he's got a little too political for me. Um there's a few other, who would you recommend another maybe person they could check out to learn more about stocks?
2: Financial education. Uh, his name's Jeremy. He's got two channels. He's kind of a, kind of a goofball, but uh, a ton of knowledge. The guy's super smart. Um, yeah, he, he talks in circles in his videos. He, he makes them like 20 minutes, 25 minutes, and he just talks in circles. God, talks it sounds in circles. like good it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm really good at that. But yeah. uh, I, I do like watching him uh, once in a while
1: because well, yeah. by no means did you hear about this
2: broken side. grinder i used to
1: have <laughs> oh shit do, do you have one or two <laughs> but it. it's crazy though when you think about it like cannabis stocks are touching the 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 basically bare minimum of mainstream they're starting to get some attention there as the industry changes and as more legalization happens and, and regulations slow down a little bit you're going to see more and more of it grow and that's the opportunity to jump in when it's really low and, and again looking at the company in the background their ethics what they're doing as an organization, that's huge first. then look at some of the numbers and see, you know what that's worth for you. Can you make money off the stock? Do you see gains coming? But just know, something just like a company being acquired just like today, that wasn't expected. It just happened. And there's sometimes where it is expected in a scenario with legalization, like, well, we know this company will be purchased by this company or acquired by them. It's a scenario where looking at the laws, looking at the market, looking at how things are. It's so different with cannabis. So educate yourself on stocks first. And then cannabis stocks because knowing stocks is more important than knowing cannabis stocks because you're going to end up fucking yourself up because you're focused on just weed, man. So you need to focus right. on more than that. And follow, follow the, pol- the political game as well when you've
0: got this Moore Act moving through federally and also keep an eye on New York because New York will be the if New York goes legal, it'll be one of the biggest markets since California and that'll be incredible. That population that gets unleashed will be pretty will be pretty uh, monumental to the stock market, to the to the industry as a whole. And then the, the farther this this Moore Act goes through the house and through the Senate, you're going to see more of a little more excitement coming around. So personally I don't do any stocks. I have zero stocks, so I got I got nothing to stay forward here. But if I was to choose a time to get into them, maybe it would be before the united states got into a legal legal uh
1: stance politically. Yep. Yep, Look, state by state. I think that makes the
2: most sense too. A mm. couple more stocks I'd like to talk about um if you don't mind if we've got the Should time, you? right? Oh, I'm sure know. that please, the people please, listening want to hear Don't ramble, t- <laughs> Chris. You talk <laughs> don't so ramble damn
0: much. <laughs> <laughs> when we I was going to say when we ramble, you'll hear about it.
2: <laughs> um okay, Go so ahead we talked about Grow Generation a little bit, right? So for those that don't know Grow Generation, I think our audience is gonna be most specifically um, uh, interested in this because they're a hydroponic company, a retail company that has gardening stores across the USA, right? Um, They're pretty much like the Home Depot for hydroponics, okay? Um, They actually, uh, I knew about this company years ago and I've been following for for years. Uh, Their stock price got as low as like I think $2 and 85 cents or something like that last year when the pandemic hit. And I was going to invest in it. And then I didn't actually get in until $4 and 31 cents. Um, that was like last April or something like that. And it has skyrocketed since then. It's like currently about $57. Um, so a 10 X in the matter of a year, less than a year. And, um, so now might not be the best time to buy. However, um, they are expanding like crazy across the company. They're buying out other companies. Um, they are... Um,
1: I think they just bought an LED co- manufacturer as well, too. Like, they're really going hard. I was reading the thing about they're going to start producing some original products and ha- supply their own stores with those. So wow. if, they, if they get to that point where they're, like, making, um, like, their, their great value brand like Walmart does and they've got their option there, like, that's changing the game. So I, I wouldn't even say wait because... When I bought it, I bought it literally based on a local situation. They bought three mm. grocery stores locally near me and they were successful grocery stores. So I'm like, whoa. And the guy That's I smart. talked to sold it. He was like, man, they were very pushy and they came in and they, the offer that I gave them, they wanted to pay me more to keep me around for a year.
2: It's like, whoa. And one, another they reason why kept they took all doing the employees so on is, too. Another reason why they were doing so good is because they're, they were considered an essential, essential business. Yeah. So, because right. to do agriculture, mm-hmm. so they didn't even close down. So they made a ton of money uh, during this pandemic. Um, record
1: numbers for a lot of growth stores record. because people are buying, you know, like toilet paper, literally you go to most growth stores and there's no soil anywhere. It's insane. And you've got a lot of scenarios with the fires that there was in California where the distribution was limited with the sunlight in Hawthorne, where they weren't able to well, Hawthorne is sunlight. They weren't able to get the, uh, the stuff And Grogen had the, a lot of warehouses a lot of stuff already so a lot of the places that I know of stayed in stock when other places that weren't affiliated with them didn't because they're waiting on their distributor so that's where again looking at more than just the stocks you're looking at the business and the growth of the business if they're a public business and they're doing shit like this probably when you want to you want to jump on but also look at the ethics and the morals of it like I can't say enough that I do appreciate the fact they've kept their employees on every business that I know that they purchased nothing has changed that's huge I think that's huge and, and it's beautiful. And in that in sense, terms of a moral like, it standpoint. works, yeah, exactly. If it works, you know, don't fix it. If it ain't broken, right. don't fix right. it. And in their scenario, right. it's like, they if anything, they've got better buying power now. And that's all it boils down to. So their profits yep. are better.
2: Current headline that just came out recently was Grow Generation Q4 update puts their stock on path towards $100. So um, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that would be I'm going
1: on vacay once this pandemic chills
2: the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, baby. Uh, but there's a few more that I just want to talk about quickly. Uh, the one I purchased today, I purchased Planet 13. So I'm not sure if you heard about really? Planet 13 Stock ticker yeah. PLNHF. They currently have the largest dispensary in the world. It is located in Las Vegas and they are expanding. They're looking to take that model of having this large um, exquisite dispensary. Uh, I think next up is Orange County, California, I believe. And they're looking to expand and, wow. and go across believe they have a pretty good management company as well um, wow. but uh, but yeah I just purchased in at 565 uh, some may say that's a little bit high I actually uh, sad story when the pandemic hit it went down to like 70 cents or something like that I was gonna buy in um, I had a purchase order for one dollar and it dropped down to 101 so it never got filled and I just said forget it' It'll probably, it might drop down. Never drop down, and I'm re- I regret that, right? It's like buyers. Right. More, like what re- was that ticker it. again?
1: Because I think I need to grab some myself real quick.
2: PLNHF.
0: Um, yep, might be grabbing one. Might be getting into stocks today, baby. But Dang.
2: yeah, five dollars five, six, $5. sixty-five cents is what their current price bad. is. Uh, I, you know, again, I look at it. What are they going to look like in a year? I think a year they're going to have a ton of growth. I think their stock price should be up. It's currently down from its high. Uh, 17% down. So I assume it's at least going to get back up 17%. And one one could argue, even if it only raises 17%, that's a good return, right? I think the stock mm-hmm. market average return is what, 7% a year, right. 10% right. a year or something like that. So I, I don't know. That, that's just me. Uh, again, Keeping do you your own research. Streets. Don't buy because of me. <laughs> do your own research on that one. But um, I'm really mm. excited about that. I'm glad I finally got a position in on that one. Uh, and then the last one I just want to touch base on, I haven't done the research on this one yet. I actually just found out about it a couple of days ago is Graham F is the stock symbol, G R A M F. So maybe you might want to take a look at that. Uh, Jay Z actually owns a company. I think he has ownership or he's on the board of directors or something like that. So I think it's something that could potentially pop off in the future. I need to do more research and, and really figure that out, but that's a new symbol that kind of just got put on my watch list
1: oh yeah interesting appreciate interesting. that man i'm gonna have to yeah glad you a have you stock to talk. <laughs> mm-hmm. that's what's mm-hmm. up man yeah you may see us on here like that dude on uh msnbc just screams bye 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 <laughs> you know we'll see we'll see with the coming years you <laughs> know what, happens. You know, what if, happens if uh you know i didn't even think about this this whole time if you guys are watching this video on youtube why haven't you liked this shit or if you have we apologize <laughs> like, i apologize if you have smash the like Subscribe button and the bell next to be notified every time we drop videos. I mean, I can't say this enough. We're probably going to do a live maybe once a month over here on YouTube. But otherwise, we are over on twitch.tv slash from the stash podcast on Thursdays, which I think we might hop over there. And do that real soon. Here, We'll
2: see. Aye. And we want to know. We definitely want to know what pot stocks you own or what mm-hmm. pot stocks are on your watch list that you're looking at that you might potentially purchase in the future. So let us know down in the comment section below. Definitely pot looking for, for more. <laughs> I'm it guys. all day.
0: Pot socks. Pot socks. Pot socks. For my pot socks. <laughs>
1: anyway. Oh uh, yeah. Well, uh, you know, from, from the Stash Podcast, it's your boy Rob from Cannabis Lifestyle TV, Pigeons 420, Chris, a.k.a. Mr. Grow It. We'll see y'all next week. Peace. Peace.